we're moving into 2017, uh, on this Sunday as we install officers for the coming year, I always think of moving into a new year as a time of transition, as Nick showed with the children's message, when most of you didn't show up on New Year's Day to see, you know. Uh, not any guilt being thrown out there. Uh, but the old calendars go away, and there's new goals, there's new resolutions as we try to move from old habits to new healthy habits. But I think as we all discover, it, it takes a certain type of person to transition well. Uh, some people aren't built for it, and it takes that person that is able to move on to the uh, strange and the unfamiliar, like Joel and Jesse are going to be experiencing before too long. Uh, so let me ask you, are you willing to embrace the uncertainty of your future in order to find freedom in Jesus Christ? You know, I, I have uh, been a person that I get all excited when new movies come up, especially a good Star Trek movie or a Star Wars movie, or give me one with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. I just love the body counts. Uh, but then you go see them and it's such a disappointment because we were prepared for something great, something magical, and nothing happens. And, and I think sometimes transitions can be anticlimactic, where there's more excitement and expectation leading up to the event than when it happens. And, and the event occurs and you go, oh, okay, well, was that it? And some people are that way, let's say, about weddings. Boy, I tell you what, I talk and people put so much time into their weddings and, and I think what they discover is the transition to marriage is almost anticlimactic and suddenly you go from being a bride to being a wife or you go from being the groom or the fiance to a husband. And, and, and aren't it tough sometimes when we, we forget about the ceremony and see the struggles we go through? And sometimes the anticipation of an event is so far greater than the actual event. Like the coming of a new year. For example, how many, for you, high school graduation was a big deal. It wasn't for me, it was something I had to do. I didn't even want to go. I didn't even notice the change the next morning. And here we are in a transitional moment for our church. On a Sunday where we pick to start off the new year and install new officers. And why do we do that? Because it's a, it's a new page. Because we see it as a transition. But there is something much more our church is doing different than last year? Probably not. It's just because we go from 2016 to 2017. And there is that anticlimactic change that that is happening. You know, you think about changes in your life. It goes from day to night. We don't notice. We go from single to married. Yeah, a little transition. A lot of us go from struggling poor people to, to well-off middle class people or rich people and we don't even notice it. And, and, and not feeling it in the way that you look forward to it. That you knew, well, I'd be glad when we don't have to live on on water and runway noodles and we can have a real meal and go out and eat. Because the experience can be much different than the expectation, can't it? 
The experience can be much different than the expectation. And there are certain things in life that you get there and the experience of being there isn't as nearly as grand as the anticipation of going there was. Now, we want to look at the scripture today, and I didn't give you any big words, Tommy, so thank you for that. Uh, we do like to throw the new leadership under the bus, so we gave Donnie the traditional nine verses, which is usually a punishment, or to test their reading ability. He did a great job, Donnie. But here we have Joshua as part of a transitional generation. Here, he and the Israelites have wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, and now comes the excitement of their deliverance. Joshua and Israel are about to step from one place to another. And Joshua is, is just pleased to make it to this point of the transition because they've been wandering. So they're going from the wilderness to deliverance. And just like a person comes through the wilderness, we may not understand the excitement of escaping that wilderness experience. So we can't understand the excitement of the deliverance as they step from one place to another. And for them, there's a, a great symbolism in this moment that maybe we can't comprehend the significance of that moment. You know, there may be people that understand the significance of moving into 2017 because they have faced a surgery or, or, or cancer. Or in 2016, they survived an addiction. Or maybe they contemplated even taking their own life by suicide. Or they contemplated divorce and they stuck it out and stayed married. So they, they have an excitement about transitioning into a new year as they see moving from the wilderness time of that year and its experiences to a time of deliverance they see in 2017. And they are happy because they have made it to 2017. Where you and I may not feel that same intense feeling about going from 2016 to 2017. To us it may just seem like Groundhog Day. January 1st was just a day like any other day. 2017 just started out like 2016. But for other people, getting to 2017 may have been a struggle. And they're happy because of what they've left behind. Back to Joshua. If you look at the first four chapters of Joshua, what you see is is Joshua chapter 1 is a chapter of inspiration where God is telling him I will be with you wherever you go. He's saying Joshua stay courageous and strong and do not be terrified for I will be with you wherever you go. And by the second chapter we see there is investigation going or investigation going on where spies are sent into the promised land and what we see is earlier 40 years ago Moses had sent 12 spies into the promised land and two of them come back and say hey let's go let's take it 10 others come back and say no we can't take it and because of the influence of those 10 spies Israel spends 40 years wandering in the wilderness 
So what happens is Joshua reduces the number of spies from 12 to 2. So their influence would be to go forward. Isn't that amazing? In 2017, maybe we need to, as we look forward, reduce the circle of our friendship, of our peers, to people that see life through the eyes of faith. And, and that's where we may need to choose wisely who we hang out with this year, because if you hang out with the wrong crowd, you're going to end up in the wilderness in 2017. So we see that Joshua is a time of investigation in chapter 2. And now in chapter 3 comes the instruction where God is saying, get ready, get prepared, get ready for God to do something amazing. See, we need to be people as we are moving into 2017 that consecrate ourselves for the coming year. Because God can do some amazing things among us. Just like God will do for us if, if we set ourselves apart and make space for God in our lives and in our heart. It's going to be amazing some of the things that He can do. So you have, you have basically inspiration and investigation and an instruction from God, but you can't get anywhere with just these three stages. So be careful you don't stay in the wilderness. And, and, and you can't just be inspired by the church. You can't just investigate what God wants in your life. You can't just receive instruction upon instruction of what God wants to do and what He requires of you. Those things alone won't bring you out of the wilderness or take you forward in your faith. So in Joshua chapter 4, we see that you have, you have the initiative taking place. Where, where God says, initiate, don't wait. He's saying here, basically, step into something new. If you don't initiate, you're going to stay in that wilderness. So don't end up in the same cycle of sin that may have kept you imprisoned in 2016. God wants us to initiate and to step out into something new. See, if you look at the map in the back of your Bible, what you will see is that a lot of times we're like the Israelites. They wandered in a little area for 40 years in circle upon a circle. And just like us, we continue to wander around in the wilderness and not coming out. See, but we need to realize that it takes faith to transition out of that wilderness. You look at Joshua chapters 3 and 4, you'll see the word cross used in different forms about 10 times. Where it says crossover or crossing over or crossed over. And it's speaking to us too because we are all in various stages of, of transition, crossing over something. And for the Israelites, what we see is they were transitioning from slaves to survivors. And that was being done by God's grace when Moses brought them out of Egypt into the, across the Red Sea and then they went through the desert. But not till after 40 years in the wilderness did the Israelites suddenly move from being survivors 
to settlers. They were moving now into that promised land. And like we move out of those things we want to escape and move into a land that we are called by God to possess. See, to escape the curse that, that, that we are called to break. See, it takes faith to break out. It takes faith to cross over and to leave certainty, as messed up as that certainty was, into uncertainty. See, where, where, where you have had your heart broken last year because you trusted someone, what we're saying now is put your hope in God. See, this kind of faith may not, not make sense right now. It's kind of like a, 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 a tapestry where it's being put together and if you look at the backside, it looks crazy and chaotic. And that may be what 2016 looked like for you. Crazy and chaotic, but you turn the right around and you can see that there was a design in that tapestry. There was a reason and a purpose that, that the seamstress put those stitches in there. And that's what happens to us when we follow God. There was a plan. And, and you see that you are a masterpiece. And you see God is doing something in your life which begins to make sense when you have that inspiration and investigation and instruction and initiation. And then you'll move to where God wants you to be. That's the kind of faith God wants you to have. See, in the Bible, Moses had faith that could take him out of Egypt and across the Red Sea. But Joshua had the kind of faith to take him across the Jordan into the Promised Land. So our faith can't be a comfortable faith. It can't be a complacent faith. It takes a faith that looks forward. It takes a faith that looks forward. See, the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of the people of Israel across the Jordan. The Ark of the Covenant, if you look at history, represented God. And, and they parted the waters, God did, and across went the Ark. And, and it says in Joshua 3, 4, Then you will know the way to go, since you have never been here before. And how did they know the way to go? By following God. By following the ark. See, here's what God does. God is always pointing to your future. See, we need a forward-looking faith where God is always pointing to your future. See, what we have lost, it may be the reason transitions can be so hard. If you look back in 2016, you may have lost a friendship or a relationship. Maybe you lost a job you loved. Maybe you lost money in the stock market. Maybe you lost some big dream. And it's in that context of loss that Joshua had the same issue. They were leaving Moses. He had died. And, and he was staying on the other side. He wasn't going into the promised land. So the people kept their eyes forward, not looking at those losses in the past. And see, God wants our, our eyes fixed on where He is leading us, the, the days ahead. 
Because you can't get those losses back just like Joshua couldn't get Moses back. And just like you and I can't stuck in our losses, we have to move forward. Because the way of faith looks forward. God says, don't be discouraged. Don't be afraid. For the Lord your God is with you. Wherever you go, whatever you do, He's with you. So no matter what challenge we face in 2017, it becomes an opportunity for us to show our faith, but also for God to prove His faithfulness. It tells us, doesn't it? I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you. You know, whatever is ahead for the Christians in 2017, God's wrote it. And we don't have to worry about the next chapter of our life because we know who the author of that chapter is. So don't let what's behind you cause you to miss out on what's before you. Don't cause what's behind you to cause you to miss out on what's before you. Yeah, you may feel like you have wasted your life and maybe you have missed so many opportunities, but we can't get those years back. You can't go back and redo those mistakes. So don't look back on those years as wasted. In 2017, give your faith something to look forward to. And not just heaven when you die. Because I am sure there are going to be a lot of unexpected challenges in 2017. And some things we we're, we aren't going to want to face in 2017. But we can choose everything that we're going to have to face this year. But I do get to choose what I'm carrying when I face that. Don't carry those things that hurt you. Don't carry those things that weigh you down in 2016. Because faith looks forward. Just like God's presence, the ark went before the Israelites as they crossed the Jordan and went into the promised land. That ark was there so they could keep their eyes on God. And because God meets us where we are and whatever we're going through, that's why we don't wait to meet God. You know, I've seen people before that said, I'm going to get my life together and then I'm going to become a Christian. I'm going to wait till I get my dysfunctionality and my sins straightened out. God says don't do that. Come now. So what we see happening in Joshua chapter 4 is God tells Joshua to take 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan when it was parted and they were walking across them and place them in the promised land as a reminder of what you've been through which prepares you for where you're going. Think about it. Those events of your past, they've given you wisdom. They've given you perspective. They've given you an appreciation for things, and they've given you a blessing. And God is saying, take those experiences that could have taken you out in 2016, that could have destroyed you, but because of God, they didn't. And God told Joshua to get those 12 stones, maybe then representing the 12 tribes of Israel. Maybe you need to get 12 stones and see them as representing each month because 
I'm sure you learned something each month last year. Each month taught you something. Maybe in 2016, God gave you joy in January or gave you a blessing in February or increased your faith in March or showed you mercy in April or worked on your attitude in May. These rocks can be a reminder of God's faithfulness in your life. And those rocks that could have been stumbling stones in 2016, if you see them and use them in 2017, they can become stepping stones. If you see how everything taught you something in 2016, those events can be stepping stones in 2017. And that's how you don't have any regrets, folks. Where you use those events of life that caused you problems in the past, use them as stepping stones since you can't change the past. So what is it that you're tripping over that you need to make into a stepping stone in your life? Are you tripping over a hurt or a sorrow or a rejection or a failure or a thought pattern? Maybe you're tripping over a depression or shame or fear or insecurity. What is it that you kept tripping over in 2016? That thing that used to hold you. I'm challenging you like Joshua to use it as a stepping stone in 2017. Don't let it hold you. See, Jesus is there to point us to the future. And we need to be looking for the doors that he's opening for us. See, God has brought you to this point and you have 12 stones and you all have these reasons and all these foundations. But let me remind you, the plan is for your children to use these stones. When your children see those stones that have been used as stepping stones in your life as a reminder of God's faithfulness just as those stones were for the nation of Israel. Parents, for your kids, your faith may be their foundation. What will they see growing up in your home? And don't, don't need to give the kids the details of the wilderness. They just need to hear the details of your deliverance. And that's what the stones are a reminder of. Deliverance. So when you look back on 2016, what are you going to remember? What are you going to memorialize in your life? Don't memorialize the pain. Use those events of the past as a stepping stone, as a reminder of how God has delivered you. Tell your children about the, the joy and the freedom and the peace and the life that Jesus gives us in 2017. And thank God for every burden and every trial and every test and every door that He's put before you because God has used them to make you who you are in 2017. See, remember, you are God's masterpiece. And God is doing something in your life. But I challenge you to look at it and say, what am I tripping over? It needs to become a stepping stone in 2017. Let us pray. Lord, as we get
gather here this morning, we just thank you that you're a God of faith and a God that takes us and uses us as we are. We pray that we can identify stones in our life that can be a reminder of God's faithfulness to us. And those become the stepping stones as we move into 2017. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. 